Morning, bro. Morning, bro. What's up? Just another day. Just another day. Just another Friday in paradise. Right. Uh, we're the obvious brothers. I'm obvious Steve. He's obvious John. Yeah, obvious John. And we're, we're uh, light things up about the sports world and whatever else we might end up talking about. I don't think we're going to bother uh, pitch to your daughter again as we did last week, John, because I don't think it is any good. So, <laughs> no, yeah, there you go. So, so uh, speaking of pitching to your daughter, weakest link, John. It was uh, weak, to say the least, this week. Is that right? Well, I'll, I'll say this: uh, Kaya put on quite a good performance. Uh, those of you who haven't seen the show, tough luck. Uh, and uh, answered every question correctly all the way through, including the five and the final and extra questions. Yep. So, uh, yeah, don't very often see somebody um, click, click, click uh, quite the way she did. And I was happy she ended up in the final, happy she ended up winning the money because the guy she was up against, whose name was Spencer. Spencer. Uh, at one point, did not get a question right in a round, yet didn't get voted off. So, um, yeah, he I did struggled. Not think, he I did not think early. he deserved. I did not think he deserved to continue on at various points, and that he ended up with her in the final um, seemed a miscarriage of justice. But uh, and he performed go. really well in the final. Yeah, he got a couple right that I didn't think he was going to get, get right. I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be five to five, but uh, there you go. He did end up losing. So um, the show still struggles from the fact that the uh, the, the uh, eight, as they're reduced to however many, uh, don't work very well together, uh, don't bank enough money. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it's because they don't answer enough questions right. They just don't bank strategically enough. So um, we, we'll see if they end up catching on to this or, or, or not. But um, it, it is, as I've said, fun to watch just because you get closure at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one, night, one night is one set of eight disappearing until you get down to one carrying away the money, which is, which is fun. Yeah, yeah so. it's, it's interesting. I think there's, a, besides Kaya, it was the – weakest group I've, I've seen as far I mean they just could never get any rhythm going as far as answering questions and they missed some pretty easy ones I thought yeah they, they, and that's that's the thing you never know when somebody's going to stumble so the whole bank thing is is trickier but uh, oh well yeah I, it, it will continue to be fun to watch so here we are on the air and I don't know the answer to this question have you watched the Mandalorian yet I have not no so, so here we are. It's the day of week week three, which I guess they're calling chapter eleven. Uh, it, it is dropping, and John John is behind. And uh, you know, I, I've seen all these posts about uh, talking about the show and criticizing it, and I'm just going to have to hold them all in until I'll get caught up tonight. Probably, is, I I have uh, a uh, I feel like I could binge some this afternoon and this evening. Okay, well, that's that's good to hear. When you say binge, you do mean on television, right? Yes. Maybe. Maybe that's what you mean. Right. All right, well, there there you go. 
So, so John, you had a chance to get uh, the money back you lost last weekend, last night. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't pull the trigger, and you were wrong. So, what, what's with that? I don't know. I was quite shocked at the results of last night's game. Well, yeah, uh, having watched uh, enough of it to know kind of the gist of what's going on. Uh, you can't really suck in special teams and hope to win in a tight game in the NFL. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, the, the the punter on back to back possessions. Well, I don't. I don't think you can block punts. Not really on the punter. I don't think, especially that one. But uh, yeah, block punt and a seventeen yard punt and a missed field goal uh, in rapid succession uh, in, in a tight game. Pretty much does you in, man. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of good. Yeah. So uh, I don't know when you you might be flying to Nashville to audition as a, their next punter, but I understood that Daniel was their third punter of the season. So right, I think we might be seeing number four next week. So uh, you've got a shot, John. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Yeah. So yeah. you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you, there's a chance. Yeah, John. So there you go. So the NFL started out what was supposed to be a good game. Uh, did not turn out to be quite so good uh, in the end by, based on the score. Uh, it was very competitive into the, deep into the third quarter. So can't complain a lot. But uh, I know I know we, we've had this conversation uh, before, John, but there you go. ESPN had Tennessee, what, a 57% uh, win? Yep, fifty-seven uh, percent win, and and, and yet uh, the line uh, was a toss-up and slid kind of late towards the Colts uh, as the favorite. Yeah, the so Colts. Not, under, not sure how this works uh, again. The uh, it seems that uh, uh, ESPN is wrong and the line is right uh, yet again. But uh, I don't know. ESPN might need to work on their algorithm, but. Uh, uh, maybe not. Yeah. So, uh, it's it, it just fun because uh, you and I were talking about the betting line on the game, and and uh, I thought the Titans should be favored at home. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you usually get that three point home home field bonus. They, they had the better record. The Colts are coming off a couple losses. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, I, I did not. I looked at the injury report. I didn't see anything that indicated yeah. it would have moved the needle a lot. But uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, Vegas had it right. And well, I mean, Tennessee's maybe they knew about the punter. punter. Maybe they yeah. knew about the punter. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. So, hey, John, uh, guess who won last week's pick in NFL games? Who? Well, I did, obviously. Yeah. You think I'd bring it up if I didn't? So, <laughs> yeah. So, so the uh, the game of the week that we picked different uh, because I had to was Buffalo Seattle, and I don't know how long you want to talk about uh, Buffalo looking really good winning that game. Yeah, they sure did. They they, they look very, very very sharp. Yeah, that was a statement victory, I think. Uh, well, it looks pretty good on paper right now, and. Uh, uh, they they have a, a pretty good grip on a playoff berth at this point. 
But that was the one game we picked different. Uh, we went one and two in the other three games, which is not exactly great, great stuff. But, you know, um, I don't think either one of us, well, we both put, we picked the Colts to go back to the team that played last night. And here the Ravens went in and uh, looked pretty good beating them. So uh, the NFL continues to, to befuddle. Right, John? Yeah. yeah, it seems like there's there hasn't been a lot of consistency from week to week, with the exception of maybe the Steelers, who have looked pretty good, except for they almost got beat by a pretty crappy Cowboys team. Right. Um, you know, Miami, I thought, was a shocker in Arizona. Yeah, um, well, again, special teams, right? I, I can't mm-hmm. believe you missed that field goal at the end. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. You know, New England squeaking one out against the Jets. Uh, New Orleans absolutely pummeling Tampa Bay was, I thought, was quite interesting as well. Well, yeah, uh, the Saints defense that is often overlooked and underappreciated look awfully, awfully good. And uh, Brady and company did not really get their crap together, so... There you go. Having looked good one week, they don't look good the next. The, yeah. The Bucks, so. Paris, Paris, KC squeaking one out against Carolina. I mean, at home, I mean, they should have destroyed right. them. But, you know, it makes a difference when it just goes to show how valuable Christian McCaffrey is to that team. I mean, he makes he makes a big difference when he's on the field right. and when he's not. Yeah. Uh, you know, having a multi-purpose guy like him who can – not only get you yards, but also help you control the clock is a, is a big deal. So, right. So, John, that brings us to this week. By the way, just to remind everybody at home, uh, you have suffered through my pain in Survivor. Uh, so far, I survived again. Had to stay up late again Monday night to see the, the end-of-game field goal by the Patriots. And I did not think he was going to make that field goal, John. He, you know, got a bad back and everything from 50-some yep. yards. And here he nail, he nails it. So the Patriots come back. Uh, of course, what did you say to me? The Jets are the Jets. They only ran four plays in the fourth quarter, John, with a lead, 10-point lead, and you only get to run four plays, right? So, yep. Jets doing Jets things. Yeah, Jets doing Jets. So uh, I'm still alive and survivor in the uh, – this is a quote-unquote easy week. I have the Packers over the Jaguars. I suspect uh, a good number of the five, the other four who are with me will take them too, and we'll probably all lose, and somebody will win with a pick I can't believe. So uh, that's that, that's my survivor synopsis for the week. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. we haven't had that crazy – upset this year that has really wiped everybody out have we mm, no not really uh i, I bet but it's they've been inconsistent enough to to uh it's it's exodus down to uh, there are only five of us left john so um yeah. yeah but there you go i know two of them don't have green bay to play to use this week which is the easy pick uh, I think if you had the Steelers or the Chiefs, you'd feel pretty good t- too. If you had them to use yet, or the Saints, or or the Saints, yes, none of which I have. So, all right. So, John, uh, you were not happy with uh, games we were, were were supposed to pick since we've been picking 
for the season, the uh, four shortest spreads of the week. Uh, and uh, those are exciting games, but that's probably not a surprise. Um, let's open, John, with the excitement of uh, the Texans playing the Browns. Yep, Houston's at Cleveland. Uh, I've got three-and-a-half-point spread. Cleveland's favored, so um, basically they're giving them the home field advantage spread. Yeah. Uh, you're the winner last week. I'll let you pick. Uh, uh, you know how I feel about taking the Browns, so I'm going to go with the Texans. Is Manziel still on the uh, – or not Manziel, but Baker still on the COVID list? Uh, I do not know. On the COVID list. Nick Chubb comes back, though. He's digging deep, people. You know, you hear what he's doing here. Yeah. And Mayfield is active. I will take uh, – I'll take the Browns. Yes, and as I recall, it's worked for you a couple times this this season. All right, uh, your your favorite two teams, the Eagles and the Giants, are playing in New York. Giants, oh. Giants coming off a a, a big win, <laughs> big win, yeah, and uh, the Eagles trying to stay ahead in the division. Am I going I'm gonna, first? Uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm debating who I'm taking. Uh, okay, I'm, I, I have to take the Eagles. I have them in the wins pool. So. I'll take the Giants. Okay, well, we're, this is the way we're going to do it this week. One of us is probably going to seem embarrassed next, uh, next week when we do this. John, uh, Chargers at, are at Miami, and I can't believe it's that close to spread. Me neither. Um, I've got it at one point. Wow, that's not even a home field advantage. After that yeah, win, I mean, did, I mean that is shocking. After the win at, uh, they're five. They have five wins. They, they they look like you know if you are what your record says you are, they're they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah. And so the Chargers are going to come east and beat them. All the way east. Um, no, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the fins. Okay. Uh, and, and remind you all, I have the fins in Winspool, so I am taking them too. So <laughs> this is easier on me doing it this way, by the way. Uh, and then of course the final game is the Vikings bears game, which of course is, uh, modestly embarrassing to the bears because, uh, they're only two and a half point favorites at home. Um, as you would say, that's less than the home field advantage. So they think the Vikings, who are a solid three and five, are the better team than the five and four Bears. By yeah, hair. I'm taking the Vikings. <clears throat> okay, I'm taking the Bears, of course, because I am a long-suffering Bears fan, John. So, well, there we go. There's our NFL picks. Uh, as I look at other games, that I, are we excited about Rams, Seahawks? Yeah, honestly, I don't think there's really a very good, I mean, a good, like, must-see game. Uh, right. I guess the Rams-Seahawks game is the best game on the schedule this weekend. Yeah. Um, 
Which, you, think, you think the NFL schedule is bad. We're going to talk college football in a second. You're really going to get to talk about yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Buffalo, Arizona. Buffalo, Arizona, out in the desert again. Uh, that was also a two-and-a-half-point spread. That's a tight spread. Yeah. Well, they must have changed since I did this. Yeah. I, I, I would uh, – I think I would take the bill. I'd take the bills in that game because I have them in wins pool, and Seahawks Rams. Um, I really don't know. Oh, I do. I think the Seahawks win that game pretty easily. That game's also tight. That's a two point spread. Well, I got ESPN has a one and a half, but uh, but the Seahawks are terrible last week. That was last week. Okay, so that was last week. So John and I agree on very little this week uh, in the NFL, which um, we, we found that when we agree, we really are in trouble. So yeah. let, let us move on, John. Uh, college football, again, there's not really a good game. Uh, most of the SEC has COVID, which is kind of our favorite <laughs> topic in college football, who has COVID. Uh, the SEC has COVID. Ohio State's game is canceled due to COVID. Uh, on and on. And uh, for some reason, the Big 12 didn't bother schedule everybody this weekend. Okay, so, another another 12. Is that what I just counted? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six, I, think, I think it's a new eight, high nine, as to the number ten. of games that have been canceled or postponed uh, this weekend. And one, two, three. Three of the teams are ranked in the top five, and five of them are ranked in the top 25 that aren't playing this weekend. Okay, three in the top five, Alabama, Ohio State, and A&M. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they're ranked number five, but okay. it's the only game they've lost is to Alabama. Yeah. All right. So, so John, uh, getting around to that topic, uh, Notre Dame surprised us both by winning the game Saturday night against Clemson. Wait, um, I thought I, I took Notre Dame. Well, since I am, we did not actually pick it, John. So, uh, or did we? Uh, I did. Anyway, anyway, okay. So you took Notre Dame in the points, which you didn't need. Uh, Notre Dame won. Uh, so John, that's up my interesting scenario. You know, John John has the uh, two teams from one league scenario going at this point, which got shot down some last weekend. But uh, Notre Dame winning, he gives them hope that it, that it turns out. So if Notre Dame loses the rematch in the uh, ACC championship game, you think Notre Dame goes instead of an undefeated Oregon team? Yeah, definitely. Oregon's going to play, what, five, six games maybe? Well, you, you know, depending, depending upon the spread of COVID, uh, is seven. So five? So seven, seven, I would stick with seven. I don't think – I, I, okay. I don't think they've said, but and, and if they're changing the criteria, they, they probably should tell us this. But the number one criteria to get in, John, is conference championship. Notre Dame won't have one. Uh, 
it doesn't matter. There are Notre Dame is already seven and zero. I mean, okay. even if I mean they've got one, two, three, four more games to play and before the championship. So that's five more games. They could be twelve and zero, or twelve and one, or eleven and one. Yeah, with a loss against the number one. Yeah, I know. With a loss against the number one team. Um, yeah, I don't see how you can put a six and zero team or a seven and zero team into that scenario when they just haven't played. And the Pac twelve is weak. Weak is okay. So I'm just going to say this, John. You're wrong. They they would, but. I don't think Oregon is going to end up running the table, so I don't think it's going to matter. But I hope they do, so that then I can prove you wrong. And there's no way Oregon makes the Final Four undefeated at seven and zero when you have a eleven and one notice, unless Notre Dame just absolutely gets beat sixty three to ten. Okay. Okay, so we're we're on the record as to what we we think. Uh, it was a really good game Saturday night. I was trying to get that point across where you got on your five horse there. Uh, could not have been much better of a game, I don't think. No. Uh, no I, I thought I thought they were beat. Uh, of course, I've seen Notre Dame do this too many times, but I'm like, in college, they really don't go down the field and score touchdowns like that. But uh-uh. they, they did, and then, uh, you know, survived the overtime uh, actually, fairly easily, uh, in not giving them any points in the second. Uh, Clemson did not handle their position well in the second overtime. So uh, there you go. Uh, college football is really struggling uh, between COVID and uh, the the uneven seasons, as John pointed out. Uh, and uneven scheduling, and uh, here we are on another big weekend, second weekend in November. Is it really even a big game to watch, John? No, just say no. Not as I see it. No, there is not a – I mean, they're trying to hype up the – well, a, I mean, what, what about Northwestern and Purdue? They're both undefeated. Well, there is not a game between two uh, ranked teams this week. Northwestern, no, since, Northwestern, Purdue. Uh, not since IU knocked Michigan out of the top twenty-five. Who uh, Right. Um, the Purdue Northwestern game might be a decent game, but I don't think it's a game between two teams that we're going to get. I, I don't think you should plan on them playing in the New York New Year Six. So, uh, no. That that's my 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 early call. Um, it does help Purdue that Wisconsin. They don't have to play Wisconsin. Uh, it will be interesting to see what Wisconsin does against Michigan uh, after a uh, two weeks off, right? For for COVID, they've mm-hmm. only played one game. They have to go on the road. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty clear that Michigan is probably has a lot of talent, but they sure haven't put it together. But uh, back to my point, there really isn't a juicy game on the college football schedule the second week in November. So there is not. Right. I, I know you were giving crap about Northwestern Purdue. So, but uh, thanks for the shout out. 
It is the no. I mean, there 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 are two undefeated teams, so there. I mean, there's some juice there. Right, there is some chance that they will end up. One of them might wind up the West winner and in, in the Big Ten championship. <clears throat> but uh, well, is, is, since we're talking about this, you, you notice who's favored in that game? Northwestern, right? At Purdue, which kind of tells you something, considering nobody thought Northwestern was any good when the season started. So uh, I find that interesting. Um, as I've told you, Purdue is one two games sh- shakily so far. So we'll see. Uh, one of them is going to be in the catbird seat after tomorrow night, particularly mm-hmm. if Purdue wins because they don't have to play Wisconsin. Yeah. At this point, Northwestern does. So, uh, correct. Right. So, all right. Uh, we probably uh, this far in <clears throat> have done a great job, John, not talking about the Masters yet. So, yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, uh, it is. Uh, they're playing this week in, in Augusta. It is weirder than hell. Uh, I, I, uh, I guess the whole visual thing of it. Uh, I, I did not it is really hard to imagine ahead of time uh, but the shadows and everything at like 2.30 in the afternoon John it's like man they're playing they're playing in darkness practically at times so yeah I mean there's not used to that they, they're two and a half hours more light daylight uh, in April when they typically play than they yeah. have now so the whole that whole part of uh, the lights and everything, uh, the lighting is very bizarre on the golf. Yeah, they would have they would have easily still finished their rounds yesterday. Had a you know with that basically three hour rain delay early in the morning, they would have still easily got their rounds in. And they did not um, but... they did not finish yesterday. For those of you who don't know, uh, so uh, and uh, golf course could not have played much easier. I, I get well. No, you're there, right. There's some, I mean, there's some give and take there. I, I, the fairways don't give you any roll uh, no. when they were as wet as they were, but I think they prefer that and then being able to just throw the ball on the greens uh, without any run out on it uh, there. And uh, so they, they, they picked up pretty quickly yesterday, John, that they could just throw it at the pin. Yeah. And, uh, and there was no wind virtually yesterday either. Right. So Yeah, there was no, no defenses. And so you've got somebody at seven under, uh, Paul Casey, who has a history of being in contention and not bothering to win. So I, I think I'm going to, uh, that, that is my analysis of Paul Casey's chances. He's done this a lot of times in his career. This is like his 15th Masters, and he's got a couple top fives, but never quite has been able to seal the deal. Right. Yeah, there's some. I mean, the leaderboard right now is is exactly what we would hope for. I mean, like yeah. you got, like you said, you got Paul Casey, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods. Tim, yep, Webb, Xander, DJ, Rose. Um, you know, another guy that likes to play well and never finish, Lee Westwood. Yeah, Patrick Reed. I mean, yeah. How about the old guys? Yeah. I mean, we got to be pretty impressed with the old guys. Uh, Bernard Langer has always played well there. I mean, he's four under through 15. <laughs> and Mr. Mize, Larry Mize, 62 years old. 
Yeah. Shot a two under yesterday. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, I love that. I love, that's one of my favorite things about, about the masters is these guys that, you know, they have that basically lifelong invitation if you've ever won there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they can play, they, they can enter the field as long as they feel competitive. And, and a lot of times they, they still do play pretty well for a day or two. Okay, John, you owe me $5 from uh, the Cowboy bet uh, last Sunday. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Mize not making the cut. You want to bet on that? No. I'll, I'll bet. I'll take five, though, that Bernard Longer does. No, I didn't. I didn't offer you Bernard Longer. So, okay, so here, here's the next person I want to talk about, John. Can you can you explain Jordan Speak to me? Oh my gosh. Yeah, he needs some he needs a sports psychologist, I think. Is that what he needs? Okay. Because uh well I saw came I out, saw a stat started off well. I saw I saw a stat yesterday that the year he played so well in sixteen rounds in the majors, he was over par one in sixteen rounds. And in the last 17 rounds, he's only been under par one time. So, um, yeah, he made some birdies yesterday, but he keeps making those killer bogeys and doubles that he ends up on the plus side of the scorecard and not in contention. Does not look good this week. And of course, he's capable of shooting a low number, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, he just, of course, yeah. I mean, he could come out and shoot 65 today, but that means – you know, he may turn right around and make the cut and, and shoot 80 on Saturday. Right. I mean, he, there's just absolutely no consistency in his game at all. And I know he's, they've talked a lot about him and, and he's, you know, how hard he's grinding. And I just think he, he just isn't mentally there right now. And I don't know if he's on a, uh, yeah. oh, I can't even now. I just lost his name. Uh, shoot. The guy that does a lot of, the calling from Australia. Baker Finch? Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. kind of on an Ian Baker Finch line here where he's just lost his game and he may just disappear here before too long. Why didn't you go with David Duvall? Yeah. yeah another good, another good example. Yeah. But, but the difference is speed. Speed hasn't lost it as bad as they did. They both lost it. Really. I mean, Duvall got to a point where he couldn't break 80. So, yeah. Uh, but, Anyway, so uh, we probably shouldn't spend a lot of time on speed, but it is one of the sports mysteries. Um, so, so John, having seen a day of play with almost everybody, uh, I picked Justin Thomas, and I'm feeling pretty good about that pick. And you picked... Uh, EJ was my first pick. You know, you're probably, probably not really ready to back off that one. So, no. No, okay. And... I'm happy with so my picks were DJ Rose, uh, Finau, and yeah, good job, John. Jason Day, yeah. Which Day's in it? My he's my worst golfer at two two under, and he's in the clubhouse. Yeah. So so John, what's what's the magic number going to be? If it's still soft today. Who knows? But I think no. I mean Sunday. You know how them. I I think they can fifteen. It stays soft. Eighteen. Yeah, I mean easily. 
they might break the record. Well, it won't stay soft. They're not supposed to get any more rain, and it's supposed to be, uh, you know, warm and dry, as warm as it's going to get and dry for the next three days. I don't know how much wind they're going to get. but I see right now it's they've got a blustery three-mile-per-hour gust of wind going. Well, I hate those three-mile-an-hour gusts. <laughs> right. So, so the Masters, uh, I know that's a must-see viewing for us. So don't, if you watched any, don't you think the November thing's weird? Yeah, yeah, I think it's real weird. Yeah. But I think, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just eerie. We're not seeing the patrons. Right, I mean, the, 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 lack, the lack of fans and the way the sunlight is. And even, uh, you know, they've done some things with the grass that they have to do in November that they wouldn't do in April. So it's just, there are just some differences that you, you recognize. Well, and there aren't, you know, it is a, uh, originally it was a nursery. So there's beautiful flowers in April that you're not getting, yeah. you're not getting the same, that's the same sort of thing in, in November. So uh, it's, uh, it doesn't change the way the golf, you know, the golf course itself, but it changes a lot of uh, the way it looks on TV and, and, and everything that's kind of just. Well, I thought it was interesting where, you know, Tiger was talking about, I mean, every interview I saw, they all mentioned not having the patrons and stuff like that, but there's a lot of blind shots out there. And usually, you know, he was saying that you can tell how it is from the crowd, you know, if it, you know, you get the, oh, or the, ah, you know, the cheers and stuff like that. Right. So he's, a lot of times they were asking cameramen and, and like, you know, where is it? Where'd it go? You know? Yeah. So he, he said that was weird. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. So, so this will be interesting. The last major of the year, which amazingly they're counting the days till they tee off, till they play this again as the first major of next year. Uh, it's only a hundred. Uh, knock, knock on wood and cross your fingers. Right. Right. Uh, uh, the, the, for for our other other sport, John, the uh, COVID watch, uh, we keep setting records in this country every day for more COVID cases. So yeah, yeah. And just the COVID. Just so you know, know John, uh, two weeks from now, it's not looking good. Yeah, yeah. you guys think about canceling? Uh, yeah, there's been discussions. There, there there are early discussions on that. Yes, so. Understood. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so um, uh, yeah, the COVID COVID numbers are just climbing and climbing. The worst, you know, we keep having records here in Pennsylvania, and you know, you see examples around the country, and it's just horrible. Wear, wear a damn mask. Stay stay socially distanced. Wash your damn hands, and uh, don't go out more than you have to. Right, John. Yeah, it shouldn't be too difficult to figure out, but it seems to be really befuddling some people on uh, on what they should be doing and not doing. But well, nonetheless, you know, hopefully this. I mean, I see Pfizer's having some success with the vaccine, like ninety percent success rate, and so maybe by the end of, I saw that the projected release could be anywhere from December of twenty twenty to December of twenty twenty one. So, I think middle of next year would be. I mean, uh, they, they, they talk about this, but uh, the initial, they're talking 50 million, uh, whatever, samples, doses uh, in, in December or January. 
And we only need 600 and some million to do the whole country, John. So 50 million is not a. Right. They're saying if you, because they're thinking it takes two injections. It takes right? two injections. Right. So, so 25 million will be the people on a high priority list, like uh, doctors, nurses, probably seniors. Uh, but uh, for, for the whole country, you'll be lucky if it's the middle of next year before we see it. We all get uh, our two shots. So, and that that's assuming that uh, they, they've got it nailed down and can get it approved on this one. Uh, there are a couple others coming down the pipeline that might not be too far behind, but still it is an ugly thing, uh, the numbers at this point. Yeah, so we're setting daily records and uh, it just is. And, and setting records each week, uh, we'll see if we set a new record next week for uh, college football games that are canceled. Yeah, yeah. so it's a kind of a sign, right? Yeah. Right, so. All right, John, uh, I know you have a hard out. So here we are. We're at a good place for a hard out. So, yep. so, so go go get them, Tiger. I've got another lovely Zoom meeting today. Well, I'm so excited Zoom about it. Zoom is where we all live these days, John. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it's uh, there, there are lots of comedy routines uh, in the whole Zoom thing. Yeah, there's there. Well, been, yeah, been and, and there still are, John. Yes, uh, uh, if, if people could figure out how to unmute when they want to unmute, and you know, of course, the guy got fired for doing things on his Zoom meeting that uh, kind of hard to figure out why he was doing that when a Zoom meeting. But what do I know, right? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's an it is okay. Well, John, it's been good talking to you. Good luck this week. Yeah, thanks. You and, too. And uh and good luck on the on the Masters. I hope one of us beats the kid. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I just don't want to hear him yap about yeah. it. But you know, you know, this is move out week for him, yeah, right? I know, he's gone. I know he's gone, right? Yeah. Lucky you. Been very been very peaceful around yeah. the house. Celebrate. Yeah, good times. Maybe I'll put that on as the end music, John. <laughs> All right. All right. See you, John. Bye, bro. All right, bro.